Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Yeah, cut it there and start the podcast. There I think that. Uh, that is a Patreon exclusive this week. Wonderful. Uh, we Nothing if not variety. Certainly variety. Actually, to, if I'm, I'm not going to lie, the Patreon parts are my favourite parts now. We've nailed it the last couple of weeks. We All that random are. Santa shit was pretty good. It certainly was. Elvis and Santa. Elvis and Santa. Yeah. So if you want to listen to it, pay a pound a month. There we go. That's it. Uh, That's going to have to go up soon. It, it honestly, once the quality starts going up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll think about that. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll tease anyway. people. We'll say we'll say it's going to go up soon. It's going to go up beyond what you can afford. So fucking sign up for the one pound now. Sign up. Yeah, it's only a pound. Limited limited only time offer. Limited time. Right. Anyway, do let's it. do a podcast. Let's do a Neighbours Rewatch podcast because this is the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Uh, I am your host of Sarts, JK. Today we have Tim with us. Hello. And we have Adam. All right. All right. <laughs> I love how you say all right. <laughs> I love how I, I say it. And that, the only reason I say it like that now is because I'm waiting to see if you feel the need to go. All right. I know After I mimic I say, it every right. week. <laughs> every week I mimic it. I never mimic them, but I always try and mimic you a little bit. <laughs> I wonder why that is. Oh. You know, this is the neighborhood. <laughs> I could give you a like a psychological reason, but I'm not going to. <laughs> well, we'll save the psychological stuff for, for the Patreon again. For the Patreon. The Patreon, exactly. yeah. Because on just this alone, if you're if you're a freeloader listening to this for free, all you're gonna get is the neighbor stuff. And the neighbors get the shit, if I'm being honest. <laughs> no, there's some there's some good in here as well. Uh, and there's some good in these episodes that we've watched as well. Uh, episodes 3418 and 3419. Uh, but before we continue, uh, just want to say follow us on the social medias, of course, at Twitter. At Instagram at Watch Neighbor, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Neighborhood Watch, and if you go on Apple Podcast, leave a like and a review as well. Why not, you freeloader? Do it. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, before we get into the episodes, I want to. There's something really glaring we completely missed last week. Uh, Tim won't be wise to this because you want to know why we forgot it last week. Why? Because you were in that fucking waistcoat. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine if Toadie had showed up in that waistcoat, that's all I'd have been talking about. But no, you know what you look like last week. What? You know, you know, um, the film Superbad. 
<laughs> oh, how did we not point you know, that out? You know when McLovin wears the vest? <laughs> yeah, that's what you look like. You look like someone who's doing work experience as like a cinema usher or something. <laughs> Uh, there we go. Okay, uh, we've got new jokes this week. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to mention that. Toadie, Tim, have you I... got any new jokes this week? Or are you just gonna sit there? <laughs> it's probably best for everyone if I just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> just any jokes. Maybe just nice. one. Just one. Begging you. <laughs> Grace would love to hear from you, Tim. She really would. <laughs> She'd be so proud. She loves all your parts. <laughs> You're banned now as well. I'm sure I said something funny when this call first started. You'll find it in the Patreon. It's bonus <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> Join Patreon this way. Tim's funny. <laughs> it's not a fucking magic Patreon. <laughs> anyway, I want to mention that last last week, Toadie has had a haircut and he's now grown a goatee. Complete change of look for Toadie. I don't know how I don't know how or why the, the, the ponytail disappeared. I think it was charity related because I saw a tiny little clip of him actually getting it cut off. Lou cuts it off at the pub. Like it's a oh. it's a big event, everyone's there. I don't know if it was to do with his radio show or whatever. It's it felt like he'd maybe agreed to do it for charity, then completely regretted it when Lou actually came to cutting it off. And it's quite good because obviously, like he had the ponytail in real life and he is just cutting it off on for the show. So I thought that was quite good. Um, I don't, I can't explain the goatee. I can't explain your goatee. Um, who can? Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember this, this change. Like, Cause I, I, when Tony first came into it, I always thought he was a bit odd. I just wonder if he's been in the show long enough now. They're thinking they need to establish, like, establish him as more, kind of normal looking and because he's growing up as well, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, probably just thinking pretty, that it's like an evolution. It's still a pretty radical look. Like the goatee is still pretty radical, I think. Like you don't see that many people rock, knocking around with a goatee. I feel like you might have done in 1999 though. Mm, no, yeah, maybe. Not now. But yeah, he's, he's gone for a evolving thing, isn't it? You, you, If you stay the same for too long, it gets a bit stale. It's like, I don't know, musical artists, wrestlers. Still, it dies. Got to keep on moving. This this is it. You've got to change change your look every so often. I'll be honest with you, I went into work the other day. What day were we on? Yesterday, Monday, when this is the day before this was recorded, and I had a slightly different hairstyle, ever so slightly different. It was like when David Beckham wore that sarong. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Everyone was like, what is going on here? And it's just slightly different hair. You know what I'm thinking of doing later on in this week? Because this came up as well at work the other day. Oh, I never wear a tie. And it was it was just a, it was a question that took up a good hour of people's time at lunch. I might wear a tie this week just to see what happens. Just to blow. Ramp it, ramp it up each day. So tomorrow you wear... You can like no, you just part your hair the other the other way. Thursday, you you do with a shirt with a tie. Friday, waistcoat. Fucking waistcoat <laughs> and bow tie. Oh, that that'd be bold. Honestly, though, I feel like you could lean into that and just make that your thing. I I don't think I like you. You know, I I don't think I've got it in me. I can't be that cut in a waistcoat. <laughs> 
<laughs> what about if you like wore the tie around your head, like Rambo style? Just on They'd Friday, probably sack him because he's lost his mind. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, no. That does again sound like a look that you have either pulled off in the past or are seriously contemplating for the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, I think it could work. Yeah, it could work. Anyway, should we talk about some more neighbours? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first story I want to talk about is only a short one, only a little one. Uh, Joel is shagging someone's mum. That is the st- <laughs> <laughs> that's the storyline right there. Joel is shagging someone's mum. Uh, because when we first start the episode, it does the little recap things, and that was it. There was some very angry kid going, you're shagging my mum, stop it. And Joel's like... Pfft. I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because a 15-year-old kid, it's not like a little child. He's like a 15, 16-year-old kid. And he's like, are you shagging my mum? And he said, and Joel says, yeah, I'm shagging your mum. And he says, stop shagging my mum. That's pretty much the recap. <laughs> yeah. But this uh, this, put Joel, this puts Joel off, doesn't it, really? Uh, because he's then got a, na- a date with said mum that night, a girl called Natalie, who's a bit of a MILF. I don't know why, you know? Um, she's kind of Spanish, I think. She has a bit of a weird accent. I, I haven't seen it, but I'm worried about you saying that. Right. <laughs> she, uh, for the date, she says to Joel, I'd like to go for tapas. That's what happens. <laughs> At no it? point she is Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> they go to a Spanish restaurant for tapas. Oh, okay. I thought and I think because... she says, I'll, I'll, you know what? I've, I've started off to make you sound ridiculous to begin with. I do think she might say later on, I miss Spain. Or I'd like to go back to Spain. Oh, so okay. from that, I just, I get maybe she went to Spain. At some point. At some point <laughs> in her life. At no point did I think... She's Spanish. Latin. She's also clearly Australian. She's she's very Australian. She's called Natalie, not <laughs> fucking Natalia. Rosarita or something. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty sure she's not Spanish. Oh okay. Well, I thought she was a bit Spanish. Um, and but she's also very much into Joel. She's well into Joel. Uh, but Joel is is no. A bit shaken up from this confrontation with this fifteen-year-old kid, uh, so he's he, he's acting a bit cold to her, and they go out for the tapas, uh, you know, they go down go dancing or whatever they're doing as well afterwards, have some margaritas, uh, I don't know, some uh... right. You can go to a restaurant, <laughs> some that on the way home. in a cuisine without going full-on stereotypical Spaniard. what do you think happens when they go out for pizza or something like that do you think they go full on mamma mia and all that kind of stuff what yeah definitely yeah definitely and then what would you do so organizing crime okay yeah what if you went out for a curry Don't let him answer that. I'm just seeing trouble. if he'd do it. He edited himself that time. That was good. I didn't. Have you ever, do you ever remember that? Uh, do you remember that TV show, Goodness Gracious Me? Yeah. The Indian comics. Remember that sketch where they did where they went for an English? No. That was very funny. 
so it, it flipped the whole in, English people going for an Indian. It was Indian people going for an English and just just being really horrible and racist to the English waiters. It was very funny. <laughs> I very much recommend finding that clip on YouTube. Um, so yeah, at the end, so they come home after the, the churros and whatever else they've done. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then she, she's well up for it. She's like, right, okay, this is the, you know, kids at home. I don't know where the kid is. I mean, kid's 15. She's probably just left at home at this point. Oh, fucking meal be all right. I've left some milk in the fridge and a sandwich. You'll be fine. Uh, I've left some, bur- <laughs> left some burritos in the fridge. You'll be fine. <laughs> and some enchiladas. Like fucking Mexican me- now. If I'm, if I'm being honest, <laughs> you've really confused Mexican and Spanish. Uh, I'm sure both those nationalities fucking love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Joel, and Joel is very, very cold with her and kind of backs off. And just flat out, just breaks up with her there and then. Just like, yeah, to be honest, your kids put me off. Uh, I thought he was going to carry this on for a little bit, maybe in secret or just try and power through a little bit, but he really doesn't. He just goes, nah, you've got a kid, not into that, see you later. <laughs> Shows her the door. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And then I don't think we'll ever see this girl again. No, she's out. She's out. Her run has ended. Her run has ended. Um, yeah. She's going back to Spain. Yeah, back to Spain. Aye, aye, aye. Via Mexico, <laughs> and and that's the first storyline talked about. There we go. That was a short, sweet one. Uh, next one I want to talk about is a pretty big one, but we're going to talk about that after the do 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 do's. Tim, have you got any jokes before we do the do 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 do's? You know I haven't. Let's talk about probably the biggest storyline coming out of this. Is that the Martins? Phil, Ruth, they're leaving. They're fucking off. They're getting they're getting out of Ramsey Street. Not quite sure why. I there's there's some talk of Ruth setting up a private practice. Uh, not quite sure where. Just somewhere. Darwin. Darwin. Oh, I did. Oh, I did write Darwin. I feel like Darwin is cold word for this is where they go to die. Like Dar. I feel like Darwin is cold word for you'll never see this person again. No, we well we won't. We know we know that. No. Is it anything to do with uh, the thing that happened with Phil when he went bankrupt and he lost that money and shit like that? Can he not afford it? It's a big okay. house, Ramsey Street, nice neighborhood. It is a very famous neighborhood as well, you know. A lot of shit, you know, a lot of shit happened on that street, so you're probably paying a bit of a premium. Yeah, I imagine it's probably something from he's lost a lot of money, so maybe he needs to, you know, tighten the belt a little bit. And Bruce got a chance of a new practice. Maybe Phil's been like struck off as a lawyer or, or something. Who knows? Or maybe they're just shitbags and they've been written off because they're shitbags. Oh, he's on the run. He could be on the run as well. He seemed very calm about leaving. He wasn't like fucking <laughs> shitting his load, was he? He kind of just packed all the stuff, took Hannah, his daughter, with him and just said, see you again soon. We'll stay in touch. No, you won't, guys. No, we fucking won't. Susan and Carl are not ringing you up for another orienteering es- escapade, are they? They are fucking out of the show. Yeah, never heard from again. So, yeah, they're, uh, they're having drinks at the, the surgery. They're having champagne, uh, Carl and Susan and Phil. And That's Monica. where you have a few drinks, the surgery. Yeah. <laughs> During the day. During the day. It is daytime. It is daytime. It's probably still morning time as well. Actually, I imagine... Susan showed up at 11.59 and went, right, fucking champagne time. 
What about the kids at school, Susan? Oh, fucking, I've just put a video on, they'll be fine. That does work. I put this new film on called Santa Extravaganza, they'll fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, so they're drinking champagne and they're just talking about the old times and you know how weird it's going to be and blah, blah, blah. And then Susan uh, mentions that she's had a really bad article about her in the newspaper recently. Uh, that, that some journalist has been absolutely slating her and talking about her private life and saying she's not fit to run the school and that she just leaves them there to go drink champagne at 12 o'clock <laughs> in the middle of a school day. And then Pippa, I don't know if you know who Pippa is, Tim. I don't know if we talked about it before. She's the really... Yeah, we did, because I, I, I confused her with the Pippa from Home and Away. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. So, yeah, she's the new <laughs> annoying receptionist that Ruth fucking hates. And Carl quite likes. Oh, of uh, but it turns out because Susan's gone about how you know, she's had this horrible report in the newspaper and Pippa's just like, yeah, I did it. And just fucking <laughs> fucking laughing. And everyone's just like, what? So that she's fucking crying her eyes out, absolutely bawling. And, Carl, and they're like, what, what have you done? What have you said? And he's like, oh, this person kept on ringing me up and was probing for questions and I was trying to defend you and I said a few things I shouldn't have done. And uh, they're like, oh, it's all right, it's fine, don't worry, stop crying, stop crying, please stop crying. Because she's just crying uncontrollably at this point. And then they kind of usher her back outside. And Ruth's like, why have you sacked her, you tight guns? That's not on. You should have fucking done that. And they're like, whoa, 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 we've not fucking sacked her. What do you, like, it's awkward, that situation when someone, like, they were pissed off with Pippa because she dropped a minute with the report and that, but then she starts crying. What are you two like when somebody cries? So, like, if it's a family member or something, oh, come here, whatever. But if it's someone like a colleague or someone you're not that, like, close with, but they cry, what do you do? Are you a, a hugger or are you a shit? I'm, I'm, what's that? Someone's ringing me. I've got to go. What would you do if someone you worked with really started crying it can be about something like this or maybe like a personal problem that they're experiencing tim how would you react to this i imagine you're quite uh, dismissive and you want nothing to fucking do with it <laughs> it depends it depends what they're crying about doesn't it okay because it's like, okay in, in this in case my little story here, it's a personal problem in their own private life but they're really yeah. upset about this and they could be Break down in front of you. They haven't come to you to discuss it, but they've gone. What do you do? Probably make a bit of a joke. Go, oh, not good, a funny one, you right? You don't usually do this. You, you are. <laughs> it seems, according to this podcast, you are unable to do this. So, what <laughs> joke would you make to someone who is crying due to personal problems? Go. Just, just call them unprofessional or something like that <laughs> as a joke. Like if they're doing their work, but it's the, it's the way I'd tell it. <laughs> <laughs> you I imagine you have to be there. I imagine our host of sorts has had numerous people cry in his general vicinity <laughs> for various reasons. Uh, that that's a, that's a, no. that's when they're at the most vulnerable. <laughs> You, are a you always, you always know something dark's about to come out of his mouth. 
<laughs> when it, when he can't quite get the words out because he's smiling too much, you know it's going to be dark. It's dark and also happened. Has <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... that ever happened? Has someone cried and you've gone, fuck, I'm, I'm here, I'm going to have to deal with this? Yeah, all the time. All the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Every it's day. Me. It's usually me causing the upset. And then, uh, I mean... <sighs> No, I'm very, you know, you just kind of pat him on the head a little bit and go, <laughs> Is this when the elves are close to death? You just pat him on the head. Say, don't worry, he'll be all over soon. I don't know. Oh, getting... that sounds revolting. <laughs> don't worry as he pats him on the head. It'll all be over soon. <laughs> Have you seen the news about R. Kelly today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he going to jail. Going to jail. But he might get out on a technicality like Bill Cosby. This is the I'm worry. Surprised. I'm surprised. Fucking hell! How did you get out? <laughs> <laughs> on a technicality. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Bruce starts sticking up for Pippa. She's like, "Oh, I can't believe you fucking sacked her, you tight bastard. Why have you done this?" And Carl's like, "I've not fucking sacked her." And she's like, oh, well, good. I'm glad you haven't sacked her, because I like What's her. good is he says, I haven't fucking sacked her, and you fucking ate her anyway. <laughs> like, they all dropped Ruth right in it. They were all like, you fucking hated her for ages. Yeah, while Pippa's there, they're like, you fucking, what, what, what's it to you? You fucking ate her. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I, I kind of do, but I'm leaving now, so I'm going to be nice to her. Yeah. And then, cuts the next scene, they're all in the pub, they've carried on the party. Carl's like, fuck it, we're closing up the surgery for the day. Let's get to the fucking pub and carry this on. Cuts to the next seat. Lou's bringing over a bottle, another bottle of champagne. And they're, they're all fucking laughing at Ruth. God, ah, you're a fucking dick. Look at you sticking up for her. You fucking hate her. And she's like, yeah, no, I fucking do, don't I? What a wanker. <laughs> Have either of you ever been in a situation like that where you fucking hate someone you work with and then... You just find yourself sticking up for them for something, and you're like, "I'm here every fucking Tuesday, Tim. <laughs> every week we're doing this podcast. <laughs> fucking get on with it." <laughs> um, I don't think I have. You know, I mean, it's quite a specific thing, but you like you fantasize like, "Oh, here, here's the moment where I could actually just, I, I could just either say nothing, or I could actually just add to it a little bit." Just with like a small comment, and we'd probably get rid of them. But you can't help but actually step back and defend them. I don't think very, I've very specific done... thing, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've ever stepped back and defended somebody. I mean, I might have took the not the high ground, but I've probably took the the cooler approach and not made a point of saying something. I've just gone, ah, <laughs> okay, and I am, I have become over the past couple of years. I always liked to believe in karma anyway, but over the last couple of years, I have fully embraced that as a as a real thing due to some work difficulties and people being cunts. Turns out... <sighs> didn't have to say around in the end. It comes back around, doesn't it? It does come around, you know? And I don't think I would ever... I would never stick up for those people on... No, I was going to say unless, but no, I can't think of an unless. Fuck him. <laughs> Karma is a beautiful thing. 
It was a very beautiful thing. I think when I was younger, yeah, I would have been like fucking sticking the boot in straight away. But I think with age and wisdom, uh, yeah, you just let it, you know, just let it be. When's the wisdom coming? <laughs> uh, my wisdom teeth, they're already through. <laughs> You're not getting a do 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 for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're at the pub. And uh, Lou's with champagne, and Lou and Phil have a bit of a, uh, you know, a nice little handshake. And they're like, oh, you know, Lou's like, here's to the good times. And Phil was like, yeah, do you know what? There was a lot of them. And then they've left it quite nicely there with them too, I think. They're obviously, you know, still angry at each other and both fucking lost a lot of money. But they've chose to, you know, they could have stuck the boot into each other, but no, they didn't. Wisdom prevailed. And they. <laughs> They've cho- chose to remember the good times together instead. Um, so they get back home. They're all a bit pissed. Uh, Hannah's at home, but she's in, oh, she's in the treehouse. I didn't know they had a treehouse. Oh, I didn't know they had yeah. a treehouse. But they have a treehouse, and uh, Hannah's looking pictures, uh, looking at pictures of Helen Daniels. Uh, who is OG neighbors? OG, OG. yeah, the neighbors OG indeed. Who I think had only died fairly recently when we started rewatching. Uh, her death was fairly; she was still pretty cold in the ground when we started rewatching. Uh, but she's looking at old pictures of Helen Daniels and telling her what's going on. And then Paul sneaks up into the treehouse. He's like, "I didn't know you had a treehouse. Can I come in it, please?" And she's like, "Yeah, whatever. Come on." He's like, "Are you talking to?" She's like, "Oh, my dead grandma." He's like, all right, okay, no problem. She didn't. She said a dog because she didn't want to say it was a dead grandma at first. <laughs> felt embarrassed. <laughs> but then Paul sees the picture of her and he says, who's that? And she goes, yeah, yeah, it's my dead grandma. Yeah, I'm just talking to her. And then Paul and Hannah spend the night up in the treehouse. Uh, Not like that, Tim. I don't know. No. I don't it was know. Very nice. It was a nice <laughs> one. No, I don't know. I don't. You I, think... Think I think they see the undertones here. Do you? I do. Because, well, Phil and Ruth are looking out the window. They're back from the pump. They're looking out the window. And Ruth's like, oh, they're in the treehouse together. And Phil's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Just let them do what they want. Doesn't matter. Let him get his end away, the poor bastard. Let's get a bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then, yeah, they spend the time in the treehouse together and they're just all cuddled up. They're watching the stars and it's all very romantic and they're they're very close to each other and they keep on going in, leaning in to each other. And yeah, I think, well, the, the next morning, they both look pretty disheveled. And Paul's like, oh, I'm fucking well sore after that. They slept in the treehouse. <laughs> oh, I thought, oh, all right, okay. I thought the vacation. We're in a treehouse. What did you, oh. <laughs> the way that you reached behind you as you said that as well, I'm like, yeah. how do I not say something that I'll get edited out? <laughs> I mean, they, they, they could have got up to whatever they got up to. But, you know, I thought that was the implication that he was a bit sore because he was... Fisted. <laughs> they were just getting up to things in the treehouse. And I thought that was the, I thought that was the implication. Maybe I've completely misread that. Maybe it's just because he slept in treehouse and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
up to you. I always, it's up to the audience. Yeah, that. I always think with neighbours though, there's always the implication. They, they can't say it outright. They can't go, oh yeah, then they fucked. But do you think maybe when the character? Do you think maybe when the characters are like 14, 15, there isn't an implication of that? It's just that they had a sleep in a treehouse. <laughs> no. Well, they've dealt with they've dealt with that on the TV show before as well. They've had they've had like teenage pregnancies and that kind of stuff on there. They've, they've broke some boundaries with that kind of stuff. On neighbours. On Neighbours, yeah, they broke lots Have of taboos on Neighbours, yeah. It's a groundbreaking show. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was the implication anyway. So they had a nice last night together. And then, uh, so they see him off, Hannah's fucking bawling, she's well upset. Proper, proper upset. Uh, Phil's not asked. Ruth's a little bit upset. She's like, I'm going to miss Susan, to be honest. And it should be noted that Lance and Anne are not leaving. They are sticking around. They've they been allowed to stay. Around. I guess they're 18 or whatever. But then Lance is moving in with Toadie and Joel. I'm not sure where Anne's moving to. Did you get where she was? Where no. Where is she going? Because she's not with Bill anymore. No. Nope. She was pissed she off with Bill. Him. She fucking hates Bill. She was pissed off with Bill because he didn't show up to send them off. And she's like, oh, I thought he'd at least show up and say goodbye. But no, he doesn't. So she's fucking fuming with him for that. Yeah, so I don't know where Anne is living. That's a good point. We'll, we'll figure that out as we go along. Uh, yeah, and then they uh, they all wave goodbye and they get off in the car and the dog's off and then you watch them go all the way down the street. I really liked this bit. I thought this was a good shot. This was a good bit from the show. So they go off, they indicate left, they stop at the giveaway sign, they look left, they look right, they look left again, they look ahead, they edge forward a little bit, they look right again. You fucking killed this. (laughs) And then they turn left off the street. And then, in, and then you give it maybe two, three seconds, and then this fucking big white van comes tearing down the fucking street. This other fucking car in tow, uh, and they fucking rock up. They might as well have knocked like the letterbox over. They come out, and then this family comes out. There's a man who looks completely fucking wild, uh, with wild, curly, grey, black, kind of crazy long hair. Uh, a bit like my dad in the 70s, if I'm honest. Uh, there's a woman who with a leopard. She's she got like a leopard. It's very jazzy. Yeah, shades on, big massive shades on, big bold earrings. And then there's three girls who come out the car and they're all fucking fighting with each other. And one's like, "Oh, she's just fucking thrown up in the car." And they're like, "Oh, come on, get get the fuck in the house, come on." And then the guy turns round and says, "We're the Scullies, and we're here to fuck shit up." He might as well have done. He's a fucking <laughs> great entrance. It is brilliant. He's one of the best entrances I've ever seen in Neighbours. It's, it it's literally glorious. Business is about to pick up. Like straight away, you think fucking yes. Because I'll be honest, like you, you are a bit sad. More to see Phil go out of the Martins, I think, because he was in it yeah. a long time. He's just, just a nice bloke, isn't he, Phil? Just a nice bloke. But I'll be honest with you, their story had been told, and I think I mentioned it on one of the earlier episodes of this. They weren't doing a lot. They were just kind of there, the Martins. When they married Ruth, they were very vanilla. They were just there. You don't get the feeling that the Scullies are just going to be there, you think. Like you say, we are going to fuck shit up, motherfuckers. (laughs) And they already are. They've already planted some seeds. Instantly. Instantly. Like, the Scullies showing up. So it's Joe Scully, Lynn Scully, and then the three daughters... 
Steph, Felicity, and oh, what's the other one Michelle. called? Michelle. Michelle. And instantly they have made that, they have given that show a right shot in the arm. Because yeah, instantly. And we, yeah, and we have we have the next big pop sensation. Yes, one of them does go on to be a pop Four. star. Uh, yeah, and they they and uh, as Joe promised, they start fucking shit up straight away. Uh, he did promise that. Yeah, they leave that. That's where the episode ends, and then straight into the next episode, everyone's just like, "Fucking hell, who the fuck are these new neighbors?" Susan's spying through the window, going, "Who the fuck are these people?" Libby's there as well, going, "Oh, let's have a look." Oh, fucking hell. Uh, honestly like the whole street is fucking blown by these these people showing up and yeah. and again instantly Steph straight away is like oh he looks alright oh, I think I think they see Bill and, and Felicity's like oh he's sees nice. Bill first and she's yeah. like whoa he's alright fucking nice and Steph's like ah he's not my type but that one is over there and sees Drew straight away she's like I'm fucking having that one Michelle's barfing somewhere she's no, she isn't. She's pretending. Oh, yeah, she's pretending. So you think that, you think, oh, she's just the quiet one who's a little bit ill, but then it turns out she's pretending to be ill so that when everyone else is, is fucked off, she can nab the best bedroom. So already you think, oh, she's a bit sneaky. Maybe her and Tad might become pals or something. Sneaky pals. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got a little... Lynn starts calling um, Susan, Sue. And he's fuck. He's the smallest little thing, but you can it's tell really straight away that. it's fucked Susan's shit right up. Because <laughs> she goes over trying to be the friendly neighbor. She calls her Sue, and she's like, "Fucking hell!" She's like, "Oh no, it's Susan." She was, "What's that, Sue?" And she just constantly calls her Sue. Yeah. Like, oh, what's your fucking name again, Sue? Sue. Sue. <laughs> and then she then she says, um, "It turns out Lynn's a hairdresser," and she says to Sue, "Yeah, I can sort out the split ends for you." And Sue is fucking fuming about that. <laughs> like, I can give you a haircut you want. I can sort out your fringe and everything. I can and Carl's out. trying to dodge it. He eventually goes round to help out on Sue's say-so. But then Joe starts calling him the professor and saying, ah, you came after we'd lifted all the heavy, heavy stuff. Yeah, I'm not surprised, you weak cunt. It's, it's just all <laughs> kicking off already. Yeah. It's, it's going to be great. Because they sent they send Bill and Tony over there. Oh, what did she call Tony? Bullfrog. Bullfrog. She's like, oh, thanks, Bullfrog. And he's like, it's Tony. She's like, yeah, we'll have a Bullfrog. He's <laughs> yeah, like, don't I've, already, I've already had this shit from Sue. Don't start giving me shit. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see it as well? A scene right at the start. He was in the background. So Sue is talking to Lynn. And Bill just trips up in the background. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but he proper fucking trips up. He's just walking along in the background. I think he's carrying a box and he proper fucking goes. It's really fucking funny. I don't know if it was intentional or not. Like a stormtrooper in Star Wars. Yeah, a little bit. They might have added a comedy effect into it as well. Uh, and then they're all... Oh, yeah. Lance is there. Sorry. Lance is there as well. And and Lynn's saying, oh, yeah, it's fucking shit, this house. Look at the <laughs> decorating. Oh, yeah. We've got all this furniture. None of it goes with this fucking decorating, though. And Lance is like, uh, "That's it's, it's my house. I yeah, she's like, who fucking decorated this, Stevie Wonder? Yeah. Oh, you can't say his name, but fucking hell. <laughs> Cut it out. Some fucking money now. He wants some of that fucking <laughs> money now. Yeah, she first Just having a, having a quick look through the Wikipedia pages of, of the the characters and the scullies. scullies. Interesting shit. But the stuff that happens 
I can't even really tease any of it because we might end up talking about it. Like, I mean, a few years away, but still. Yeah. Well, instantly there's storylines going on. So Felicity's well into Bill straight off the bat. Lance and Tony are well into Steph and are going to start fighting over Steph, I imagine. Well, she wants Drew. But she wants Drew, who... So this kind of goes into the next storyline. Libby's decided that she wants to go overseas for some reason. So Luke, so Drew and Libby are together now. They're just together. Drew's had a bit of a haircut, which I don't, I don't know if I prefer the longer hair, if I'm honest. It's, you've got it cut a bit shorter. I'll be like, it's hard because it's the first time we've seen it and you've got to get used to it. Yeah. I'll, but I would say, when I think of Drew Kirk in my mind's eye, I always think of that flowing oh, lock, Davidge Inola kind of Drew Kirk. Yeah, me too. That'll, that'll always be prime Drew Kirk uh, for me as well. But yeah, he's, and yeah, so they're together and she's like, oh, I need to go overseas to do some journalism. I need to, I need to go see the world. I can't just keep on doing fucking reports about Erinsborough and shit that happens here. And he's like, oh. well, Drew's like, oh, I don't want to go. I'm just, I've got, you know, I'm quite happy here. I'm quite a simple boy, quite a simple man. I've got my garage and I've got my job and, you know, just want to stay here. And she's like, oh, fucking a white. And then she's fuming about this. She's like, why is he being so fucking reasonable about all this? She's like, fuck it, I'm going to tell him I'm going. So she tells him and she's going and he's just like, ah, all right, fine. Okay, you go. I'll see you when you come back. Don't worry. Well, Sue says to Libby, she says, like, the the guy can't win. If he'd said, no, I don't want you to go, you'd have kicked off and said, hey, I'm independent. I do my own thing. Fuck you. But because he's being pretty reasonable and kind of doing the, the grown-up mature thing, which is not always easy to do, um, he's saying, no, if that's what you want, go for it. He still can't win. And she's saying, oh, he doesn't care. Fuck you. This is classic, classic Libby and classic Drew, I think, we've got here. Yeah, definitely. But straight, but Steph straight away is like, oh, I like bikes. You're a mechanic, aren't you? Starts chatting. She gets sent on like a sandwich run to the coffee shop and Drew's there. She's like, oh, I've seen you on the street. I like bikes. You're a mechanic, aren't you? And then Libby straight away is like, oh, she, she heard that I'm going away. What's she up to? So, again, another story. I remember I some of this. Straight this away. is good, this. Know. Just re- remind me, who was it who called Toadie Bullfrog? Uh, Lynn. Lynn. The mum. Oh, okay. And then there's, there's obviously the, the Scullies and the Kennedy feud that is happening between the parents already. I really like it. And yeah. I think it's really good when you introduce new characters. Like, Neighbours introduces a lot of new characters, and you can tell straight away that some of them are just there, and they're not going to stick, and all that kind of stuff. And you think... Are they going to have any storylines for him? The Sometimes have come in. feeling that too. Sorry, <laughs> <Our> Jason. <laughs> uh, but the Scullies, each each member of the family seems to be a character in himself straight away. Yeah, you know exactly what they're about already. You know what they're about. You, 21 like, minutes. You, you know exactly. If you were auditioning about. for one of those characters, you'd probably get a load of information about them and you'd be like, right, this is this character. And then because the characters are pretty good, you can already start putting them in the show and giving them storylines. So straight away, we've just said three or four different storylines from one episode that are going to pop off, which I think I think is cla- it's really good. I can't speak highly of the episode enough. This has needed to happen for, I mean, pretty much since the big, um, like, Carl and Susan... Sarah, like the, the kind of big moment there. Since then, not very much has happened. 
it feels like we've been treading water a little bit for a while, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Not all we on the thought... podcast, we've done some of our best work, but the show <laughs> itself, wank. Because we, we kind of thought around that time, like, oh, this almost feels like a season finale for them. Mm. Wonder what's going to kick off next. And nothing happened. Nothing happened. No, there was there was very little, wasn't there? There was there'd been no real overarching storyline, has there? Maybe they just realised it then as well. I, so it might have okay. taken some planning. But if they if they actually could just bring in an entire family's worth of so much of stuff, just drop it in there and kind of let it happen. Yeah, they, they they've effectively just thrown a grenade in. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them lasted as well, didn't they? I, I think. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, I think Flick left, but I think yeah, they're all in it for think... a good while, though. Yeah, she went. Steph, Steph... Steph was in. For yeah, a while. Lynn. Was. According according to Wikipedia, I think Steph ended up being a little bit in and out, but her last appearance was twenty eighteen. Wow. Uh, so... I do know the dad got fired eventually for being drunk on the set. I remember that. Doesn't he just disappear one day? Yeah, he does. He's literally like yeah. he's there and then he's he's not there anymore. It's really weird. Yeah, and they I have to write the absolute fucking circles around explaining his absence. But we'll get to that, don't worry, because we've got a lot of neighbours to watch. Uh, and I'm very excited about the lot of neighbours we've got to watch as well. Uh, I'll tell you quickly the next episode we're going to watch, uh, which is episode 3,466. Just one episode, Tim. You could manage that. You really could now. You won't. In theory. Yeah. Well, That's quite a jump, though. It is quite a jump, but they'll be nice and the skullies will be nice and embedded by this point. I want to see him get embedded, though. I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah. I know. Well, you know, like I said, we're still a little bit in the wilderness here. Um, are you Are you going to get onto any of the skullies to see if we can get them on the show? Any of them? All of them. I Please will do. To, all, yeah. five, all five of them. Please try and get onto all of them. I'll take any of them at this stage. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll try and get a Scully family reunion going. But yeah, don't worry, I'll be on it straight away. And we'll, <laughs> if we can get Joe Scully at the start of the, the podcast to say, I'm Joe Scully and I'm about to fuck shit off. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I'd be so I'm Joe Scully. Thing. This is the neighborhood rewatch. We're going to fuck shit up. I would be <laughs> happy with that. <laughs> We do like a Stone Cold Steve Austin glass breaking version of the Neighbours theme song. That would be good. It would be great. Uh, but yeah, we're we're in the wilderness for a little bit more now. Uh, I'm going to say another three or four episodes before we start hitting a regular stretch of episodes again. Uh, but last week we did ponder how long this podcast could go for. Uh, I have an estimation for you. Uh, of how many more episodes we've got to watch, uh, and you know, we 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 need to know how many episodes we need to do. Yeah, how many episodes you need to do? Uh, well, that's what Adam was asking. <laughs> well, I'll tell you the answer. This is the answer. We can go forever. I know it's the answer you both wanted, but we can go forever. I have <laughs> predicted that we will <laughs> by. 2025, we will have got Fucking up to about... Hell. 2025, let that sink in for a second. In about four years' time, we'll have hit about 2018 on the show. Uh, but then by that so, time, we'll be fucking... There'll be 
four years are gone, so there'll be another four years of Neighbours to catch up on. So I predict we will never catch up with Neighbours and this show will go on for infinity. Praise the Lord. If you might find you doing it by yourself, shell. if I'm honest. <laughs> on that bombshell. Because I was worried. You did, I think, Tim, you posed the question of how long is this actually going to go on for? Uh, I think it was more about... No, it was Adam. He wanted his contract sorted. With the contract detail, I wanted to know that this actually had an end, that this podcast eventually would end at some point. And now you're telling me, no, it isn't going to. <laughs> no. It will end when two of us die. Not one. We'll carry on. <laughs> If one what of if you, dies, what, so what right I reckon there's a loophole here what if you're the one that dies uh, no I I'm I'm already in the process of making sure the podcast will continue without me how, how are you gonna do that I've got a few options I've got a few options okay how many options have you got because I would love to hear the top your, five options right your top five options if you die for carrying this podcast on. Go. Uh, number five, Peyton, my wonderful fiance. Okay, we'll call that number five. You're right. Go number on, five, four yeah. others. Uh, number four, uh, my son, who is currently five. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, okay. Uh, number three, Joe Scully. If we can get him, <laughs> and, he, and he'd be your host of sorts, <laughs> Joe Scully, he wouldn't be... Yeah, no, but never, I don't even, I'm going to learn what his real name is. He'd just be Joe Scully. Uh, number two, Emily Milburn. I'll see if she's busy or not. So it'd be one, <laughs> it'd be once a year, the podcast. And of course, number one, our good friend, Jason Cruz. He would I'd be, be into that uh, for a I'd bit. Be, I'd be okay with that as he well. He would take over. Jason would, but. Uh, yeah. I don't think if either of you two died, he wouldn't take over from you two because I think I'd feel threatened then, if I'm honest. <laughs> so, <I> feel, <laughs> yeah uh it, it, probably too big of a name to take over you two if i'm honest <laughs> but, but, but not big enough of a name to take over you well played <laughs> love it well <laughs> yeah if either of you two died we'd limp we'd carry on to be honest, what we'd do? Do you remember in, you remember in South Park when uh, Isaac Hayes quit, and they just composited a load of voice, like uh, they just he's got all these voice recordings and composited like uh, answers for him, so he, he could voice an episode. That's what we'd do with Tim, definitely. Would we though? Because what what have, <laughs> what have we got? What shit have we got that is an inappropriate kayak or not funny? I don't, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> I think what you basically just spelled out for yourself is the fact that I am very, very easily replaceable. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> the the standard's so low. This could be your last one. You could, you could ride <laughs> off into the sunset right now with Phil, Ruth and Hannah. Actually, I reckon Grace would enjoy it. She loves, she loves me and you, Adam. You She's know what? Really she funny. gets a kick out of hanging out every Tuesday. <laughs> All right, I'll set that up for next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please do, Tim. That would be really fun. Does she want to come on yeah. one week? Serious. Yeah. That would be the funniest yeah. thing I'll ever do. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> next week, can we get Grace on instead of you, please? 
Yeah, why not? I'll, I can next, do that. next week, she could have just not watched the episodes either. It'd be fine. Like... <laughs> <laughs> if if we ever get Emily, what we need to do, we'll have Peyton show up for Jay, Grace show up for me, and we'll just have a girls episode and let them figure it out. <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> that'd, that'd be a great episode. That would be fabulous. And oh, so, so many exciting things to come. Uh, I mean, apart from the death of all three of us at some point. Uh... <laughs> we'll go out on a blaze of glory eventually. Yeah, definitely. But m- many exciting things to come. The Scullies are here to fuck shit up. Uh, and I think, I think Grace is here next week to fuck shit up on this podcast as well. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> she never met Adam, so yeah, let's do that. <laughs> what better way to meet Adam? Tell Sounds her not to wear to a me. fucking waistcoat. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So we've watched some good neighbours this week. I think we've got some even greater neighbours to watch. Uh, but you two have been really good friends as well. Uh, great friends, you would say. Uh, and I thank you very, very much for being part of this podcast. Uh, Tim, it's been nice working with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your P45 will be <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>